Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. Well, hello, everybody. This is Catherine Toon. I thought I'd minister to you today on overcoming insecurity. Uh, you know, the human race is rampant with insecurity. I have come from a background of crazy insecurity. So if this is a struggle for you, no condemnation. But it is something that the Lord wants to heal you of. And this is the deal, because when we are insecure, it's really all about us. And that's not a condemnation thing. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, really? Because we think insecurity means, well, you know, I'm small and I don't have anything to contribute, whatever. And, you know, uh, when we when we operate from that perspective, we're acting as if God created you as less than or not enough. Um, and you know, that is really hiding something glorious. Now, you know, we all need healing and, uh, we all need training. Uh, we need to hone our skills. So we have something, um, to, to offer to people in a way, um, that, you know, is, is effective in things. But the truth is we're all created with something that's glorious and that's beautiful and that needs to be released to the planet. And so when we draw back, we're literally saying, no, I'm not going to release that. And so much of what you have to release is actually intrinsically wrapped up with the beauty and powerfulness of who you are. See, God is manifesting himself in your flavor. And so when you hide and uh, somehow disqualify yourself, when God's not disqualified you, you are literally like refusing to release that. So it's actually kind of prideful, <laughs> no condemnation, but it's diagnostic, right? It's kind of prideful because we're saying, wow, you know, number one, it's all about me. So I'm all me focused because I'm not enough or I'm too much or whatever. And then it's saying that somehow, uh, you know, what God placed in you wasn't enough or there was something wrong with it or it was a downgraded version uh, and it's it's ultimately self-focused. Now, another flip side of insecurity is this kind of hyper prideful superiority thing. You know, when people have a, a superiority thing, it's really because they're insecure and they're struggling from covert inferiority. So they're out there trying to prove themselves like they're the next big deal. And, you know, we're all a big deal. And so everybody gets to shine. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is every single human being. Christ in you, the hope of glory. If God is omnipresent, nowhere more present than in his kids that he made in the image of likeness and likeness of himself. And we act as if the fall had a bigger impact than the cross. So that somehow the glory uh, was so defiled that somehow the sinful ways of being that we've operated in sort of detract from that. But the truth is you're complete in him. And so because it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, then, you know, we have to say, well, who am I not to release the glory inside, but we do it in a humble way. You do it in a humble way. Humble says, uh, humility says whatever God says and God will always say amazing things about you. Now, if there's this puffed up way of being, 
he's going to bring that. He's, he's going to totally nail that at some point because it's not who you are. If you're superior, well, that's a fallen way of being. If you're inferior, that's a fallen way of being. It's all fallen. God is about the process of conforming us into the image of love. So in this place where I, I'm not enough, I don't have enough, I'm shameful, there's something wrong with me. Well, you know what? That just needs to be healed. And so you bring all those insecurities before the Lord. And, you know, there are times when God is definitely asking us to step up to the plate to be stretched. And so we're like, oh, this is new. I'm doing something I'm not used to doing. And there's a jittery, but you step up to the plate, right? You don't let the fear cause you to draw back because literally you're hiding your light under a bushel. This was light God intended you to bring to the world. And let me just say this, someone else needs that light. Someone else needs that light that you carry because it's not all about you and it's not all about me. And so we need to be willing to release what the Lord has given us. We need to be willing to let the Lord unveil us. The king is enthralled with your beauty, right? Let him gaze at you. Let him unveil you. Honor him for he is Lord. And so we honor God when we do that. Now, when we act that somehow we're a superior specimen, <laughs> um, you know, that somehow we've got this elitist thing going on and we're everybody's equal, but some people are more equal than others. <laughs> Clearly, that's an issue because love builds up. Love does not puff up. So God's going to also head off head off at the past that puff he's after the puff <laughs> because it's not who you are it's if we think we can puff ourselves up bigger then that's like a bigger thing than what he originally created us once again we're not tracking with who we are and all of it is insecurity right so i have to if i have to do something to be something i'm not secure in who i am and so that's just a ministry issue and so, you know, I'm so I'm just sort of this first part is kind of diagnostic. We're talking about the people that draw back and, you know, are like shy and whatever. Well, shyness is, I mean, I don't mean to be a jerk, but shyness is actually really very self-focused. Well, what do you think about me? What do they, I'm going to look stupid. And it's about you. It's not about other people. It's about you. And then the puffy up thing is all about you. So, God is all about you and you can love yourself, but you know what? Humility gets your eyes off yourself so that you can look at others. You can serve. So you're not self-focused in that I'm not enough and that you're not self-focused is that I'm like the next big thing. You're, uh, you're rooted and grounded in love that says I'm so adored and loved and taken care of. Wow. I can really focus on you. I can really focus on you. I don't need to swagger. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? You're all that in a bag of chips, but then so is everyone else. Like, so if you have to swagger, you kind of have to prove yourself and, or you're kind of like, you know, self-focused, like, look at me instead of be you, be all of that, but, and focus on other people. And you get to be all of that. You didn't see Jesus going around. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I am Lord. I am king. You see that? I created that over there. See that? That sunrise? I created that too. 
<laughs> yeah, see all the golden, that's mine. I created that. Mm -hmm. Yep, see all these people? Yeah, I created them too. He never saw Jesus acting like that. He knew who he was. And so he could say, well, I, I'm the son of God. Mm -hmm. And I came to serve, not to be served. So he's got it both going on. He's not puffed up and he's not drawing back. No, he's being himself. He's being rooted and grounded in love. Love builds up. Jesus knew who he was. And so when people attacked his identity as the son of God, he'd be like, I know who I am. And when there's somebody, well, be king and, and, you know, take over and kick Caesar's butt and all that. He was like, no, I came to serve and uh, not to be served. I am in love with men, but I know it's in the heart of men. Not that we're intrinsically evil, but we are confused and we are messed up. And so we try to make Jesus do our thing or we try to create our thing and say, Jesus, bless our thing. <laughs> so, you know, these are just, just messed up ways of being, no condemnation, but like, yeah, let's, let's wake up and smell the coffee because if we're tending to track with these, then we just need help Why we're being conformed to the image of love and love is lovely and love is built up and love is solid and love is other focused, right? I don't have to build me up if I'm already built up. I don't have to puff me up if I'm already built up. Like, why would I want to do that? It's just silliness. And I don't have to, and, I, and, and I'm not going to draw back because I have something to offer. And there's a time for me to offer it. And there's a time for you to offer it. And we all get to offer it. And we all get to enjoy one another and what we carry. And this is humanity functioning in the symphony and the glory of what we're called to function in, where we're one as he is one, where him, he and the father and the father and us are one, that we are together as one. We've got that. You know what? It's interesting when you think of Father God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit before the foundation of the world. You know, it wasn't like Father God genuflecting, going, yeah, I'm the Father, and you're the Son, and you're the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is like, yeah, but I'm the Son. And Holy Spirit is like, yeah, but I'm Holy Spirit. It's like, they're just pointing to one another in love and enjoying one another, but there's no less than. There's no hierarchy in the Trinity. And there's really no hierarchy in the value of humanity. We're all one. We're all um, equally valuable in him. And we all have something to offer. And so the whole thing, and th this is what the deal is. Insecurity happens because we're all on a learning curve. You know, um, I was dealing with some insecurities this morning, which is why I'm preaching this message, right? And and I'm just like, oh, crap. Okay, there it is. And I, I just let it come up. And, you know, and I brought it before the Lord and I was like, Lord, yeah, like, what is this? And he's like, oh, honey, you're just, you're just perfect right here. Just enjoy. And like, oh, thank you. I feel much better. And then I could get my focus off myself and focus on someone else. Why? Because that's what I'm called to do. You know, insecurity is, is tormenting. It's a, it's a form of fear. I'm not enough. I'm too much. I've got to prove to be enough. I've got to get my voice out there because I'm the thing, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. And so, and it's like, we all are that. And, and the thing is when you're insecure, you can't enjoy someone else. You can't enjoy 
what they carry. And there's a lot of healing that needs to happen in that. So that's why you, when the insecurities come up, you bring it before the Lord. What's the fear? Well, you fear you're not enough. You fear you're not good enough. Or maybe there's a pain that the Lord wants to heal where someone made you feel like you're, you know, less than, right? Um, where someone made you feel belittled, where someone made you feel humiliated, where someone made you feel like nothing, where someone made you feel shameful, right? So that's a healing thing. And so the Lord wants to heal that. And so, you know, God is always the lifter of our heads, right? He's always the lifter of our heads. So even in the prideful place, he's saying, this head right here, this is not who you are. Let me lift this head so that this thing that you're acting like, that doesn't even need to be here. It doesn't need to be here. And that you can also uh, relax and enjoy what other people are carrying and enjoy the beauty of others. So it's this interesting two-tiered thing. And you know what? Guess who has 2020 vision? Yeah, God is 2020 vision. And so he's constantly um, uh, conforming us into the image of God. And he's, he's able to know, oh, wow, that's not conforming. Yeah, that thing needs to go. <laughs> right? That's not good enough for my son and for my daughter. That that inferior way of being is not good enough for my son. Oh, that prideful thing, that thing, that elitist thing, uh, yeah, that needs to go. That's no, not good enough for my son and for my daughter. You see, you being conformed into the image of God means that the fullness of what you carry is expressed and the beauty of who you are is expressed on the earth realm and people are, people are starving for the authentic. You know, we, we all can get to, you know, like smitten with the glitters. Like, oh, look at that. But at the end of the day, what feeds us is the authentic. And that's God authentically moving through you where you're not apologizing, but you're not puffing away. <laughs> you're not all puffed up and arrogant and whatever. And, you know, uh, sometimes in the, in the, in the place of kind of the arrogant way of being, the prideful way of being, you know, you can get a lot done. But a lot of times with that, because it's about you, then you end up either hurting people or not really giving what you're called to give because it's not authentically about others and about serving. It's about you being the next thing. You know, uh, it's so important that it's not just what we do, but it's how we do it. We're called to love one another as he loves. So when we love uh, in the way he loves, that means the ends matter and the means matter because it's all about love. The, the end is, quote unquote, conformed to the image of love. The means is doing everything in love and not just like we, we talk about it and we we're just in off. It's like, seriously, it is like loving. It is serving. It is other giving. It is laying down your life. And that's what that looks like. And let me just help you. We are all in process. If you think I've arrived, ding to ding ding. This is why I'm preaching this message because I was just dealing with some stuff. But I, the nice thing is I can recognize it now. I'm going, oh yeah. And it, it heals quickly because I've gotten some really solid foundation. And you know, the truth is God's going to be stretching you. So if you're being conformed into the image and likeness of love, that is going to be a stretch. And there are going to be times you're going to feel the stretch. And he's going to ask you to step out in the stretch. And it's not going to quite fit you yet in your mind because you're still growing to that. Being conformed to the image of Christ is quite the image. And so as you're stepping into that, you're upgrading 
how you see yourself. And so you're growing into fit. And after a while, that will be a new normal and you will be upgraded and you'll be able to step out in who you are and what you have to carry. And so, you know, it's okay to have a process. It's okay to be like, wow, I'm being stretched. I'm stepping out like I'm really nervous. Okay, but I'm just doing it. And you grow into it. This is how we grow from glory to glory to glory because fear is always a bully. Fear is always um, there to tell you you're not enough. Fear is always there to tell you you have to prove someone. Fear is always there to to shame you and tell you to hide. Okay, so fear is anti-love. Fear doesn't get to have a voice. That's why we cast down those vain and wicked imaginations. Vain, they're empty, they're futile. And wicked, that means wicked, it means they're twisted and perverted. See, the image of you on the earth realm is breathtaking, is one of a kind. And so you get to be that. You get to own that without having to make something up because behind it, behind the Wizard of Oz mask or whatever, right? That you're, you're, you know, you've got this little man back here trying to pull the levers, trying to make himself bigger than he is. Well, you're so big, literally like you're one with God and the universe cannot contain all of that. So, you know, you've got that glory. It's uncontainable. And so it's more a matter of discovery. And so whatever needs to be healed in that process Whatever you need to do, uh, maybe there's some things that, that need to be lifted up and you come out of hiding. Maybe there's some things that are like, wow, I am like overestimating myself, you know, because I think that somehow secretly I'm better than that person. Well, ding to ding ding. That's why Paul said through God, I mean, God said through Paul, <laughs> uh, uh, that, you know, it's not wise to compare yourselves amongst yourselves. Because there's always a winner and a loser. Either you compare yourself and like, wow, they're so much smarter. They're more brilliant. They have revelation. They're more attractive. They're blah, 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 blah. the stupid stuff, right? They have more money. They have more education. And you come out inferior or like, well, yeah, I did that, baby. I'm going to swagger my way because I'm the big thing. <laughs> Right. And then you're superior. And so you're, you, you end up with these false ways of being, which is all insecurity, which is all pride. You know, it's prideful to be, um, to act like you're less than yourself. And it's prideful to act like you're greater than everyone else. Right. Being who we are is just this unveiling and it's an ongoing process. How many, I, who's been totally conformed to the image of Christ? I mean, if someone really feels they have, we got to get them on some meds there, baby, that there's something really going on, right? There's some psychosis that's going on. Um, and if you feel like you don't have anything to offer, well, dang, you know, um, uh, God created you in his image and likeness before the foundation of the world, his poem to the world. And that needs to be expressed. There will be a hole in the universe if you are not unveiled in the fullness of who you are, but not more full than than how God made you, right? And then as you settle in that, you can truly focus on other people. You can love as he loves. And it's a breath of fresh air for people. It's life for people. It's help for people. And so we're all in our own thing. You know, one of the things that, one of the ways that I've known that I'm growing is that recently, you know, someone who is, who, uh, you know, is kind of running the race with and, and, and she's going gangbusters. And I'm like, my busters aren't ganging that much, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And, and I thought, but I was so excited for her. 
I'm like, yeah. And I was like, oh, God, thank you. That didn't resonate in insecurity with me. And so I could tell that that place was healed. And then there's this other place this morning. It was just a little bit of a rattle. I was like, yeah, let me bring that up and let the Lord settle it and heal it, right? So that I don't have anything to prove, but I'm also not drawing back. I get to be both and you get to be both. You see, God is so smitten with you. He's not doing something. He's not um, neglecting you. He's not neglecting you. He's not uh, overlooking you. And he's not highlighting you more than other people. Uh, so God is equally smitten with every single one of his kids and he's given everyone glory. And so we've got something to carry. That's just, that's just incumbent upon us to be cooperating with what he's doing and recognizing when we have an issue, <laughs> we have an issue and owning it. And, you know, uh, and the other thing for those of you who tend to draw back, you are not your issues either. So if you think having issues disqualifies you, well, you, you've just kind of said, well, you can't be a human being being conformed to the image of Christ. You have to have already been conformed. Well, that's just silliness, right? And, you know, and, and, um, all of that. So, you know, we're walking this thing. We're doing it together. Uh, we get to be settled and rooted and grounded in love. That never fails. That's the most glorious, beautiful thing on the planet. And we get to reflect that glory and reveal that glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory, the hope realized. Cause remember the, the hope is, has been shed abroad in our hearts because of the love. So we have it. It's not like we're trying to get there from here. We have it. You have it. That glory is in you to be revealed in your flavor. And we get to applaud one another. We get to champion one another. We get to enjoy one another. And you get to enjoy being unveiled. That brings meaning and context. And yeah, I'm doing what I'm called to do. And, and, and that, that, that feels great. And it should, uh, that it should feel great. God wants you to feel good. He wants you firing on all cylinders. So if there's a cylinder that's kind of sputtering, well, deal with it. Let the Lord help you in that growth process and watch what happens. You can be settled. You're adored. You are marked by love before you were marred by anything else. And you get to enjoy that. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Whatever side of the equation that maybe God is wanting to, to deal with, don't be condemned. But also be that amazing person who, who you are that will step up to the plate and cooperate with what the Lord is doing in you. Love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit CatherineToon.com.